Well, here we are, Tuesday, May 25th. We're talking DFS starting lineups for today. Um, interesting matchups. We had a bit of a thin schedule yesterday, so kind of an interesting docket today. Uh, on the pitching side, Robbie, who are you rolling out tonight? Today I am heading it out after having a successful um, start with Gomber, as I stated yesterday. Uh, eight innings for him, got the win. And then Kim, who also pitched well but did not get the win. Uh, I'm starting off today with Rich Hill, somebody we've been talking about on the podcast a bit. He's going up against Kansas City and Mitch Keller. So this isn't the easiest matchup, but Keller has been all over the place with his own results, which could lead to an increased chance for Rich Hill to get a win. So he's my not ace, but he's my first pitcher. Who's your first and second? Well, and, and I put some thought into Rich Hill going up against Kansas City, but I don't like the bat-to-ball skills that Kansas City has for the matchup. So I stayed away from him. I went totally different direction, and I went with the ace. And Jake Dragom is coming back off the IL tonight. He's got a good matchup in Colorado, at home in New York. So I went to Grom to get it started tonight because I think five innings, eight Ks, might get sixth if he mows through it. But I like the strikeout upside, and, and I definitely like the win upside here. So that was a, a fairly reasonable one for me. I also picked Grom. That's why I said he's Rich Hill is my ace, not ace. But I'm not expecting um, the pre-injury to Grom. I'm expecting as you kind of just described. So, uh, yeah, you, you nailed that one as to why he is where he is. Definitely. It's just a great matchup. It's an obvious one, I think, for a lot of people. The other one I went with today was Cole Irvin. Um, I kind of went with the lefty going against the Mariners lineup. You, you really are trying to hurt my Mariners. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they can't hit, so I mean, it's a reasonable hey, pick. They, and, they and he's got a cheap, to cheap lefty. Us last night. Sorry, Ty. Yeah, he's a cheap lefty, and yeah, they did get the W last night, so the odds of them getting two in a row is unlikely. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the dice and say Oakland comes back with a W tonight with Cole Irvin, reasonable price at 6,700 bucks. Um, I liked it to balance out the lineup. So. Um, at the catcher position, I'll be honest, I punted it. I went with Danny Jansen because he was cheap. He's going to start, and that was pretty much the decision there. So um, anyone of relevance for you? Well, yesterday we, we both picked Severino with Baltimore, and then he didn't start. Chancisco got the start. So that's one of the um, downsides of the early morning selection process for us. So for anybody out there look listening looking uh, you got to make those last minute substitutions and place your bet as close to game time as you can because as we know the craziest things will happen um so i'm going with tyler stevenson today with cincinnati he has not been crushing it but from the catcher position he's providing a lot of value and it's the thirty seven hundred dollars today so that's really good value i i don't know if i'm going to try to develop something where i'm not spending more than you know what 10% on a catcher at any point in time. Uh, but if I can get it, get it down as I did today with, with Stevenson, where I believe there's good promise. It's just a matter of like floor versus ceiling, right? I'm not expecting Stevenson to go four for five with two dingers today, but I would be happy if he got a couple hits, maybe an RBI. Definitely. Yeah. And at first base, I went with uh, the lefty righty matchup. The, the Jays are throwing Steven Matz out there. Luke Voigt is done a number on the Jays for years. I'm expecting that to be similar tonight with Kluber going for the Yankees. No, I don't have high hopes for our Blue Jays, Robbie. Uh, I think Luke Voigt is going to have himself a day. It's it's possible. Um, I'm going with Jared Walsh because I like me some Jared Walsh, and the deck is cleared now. He's taking on Texas, 
And I like that. And it's Yang, the lefty. So it is a lefty-lefty matchup. So it might take the full slate of nine innings before I get my value out of Walsh. But again, this wasn't a top um, a top pick, a top money pick for me as well. So I was able to do that comfortably. Again, trying to kind of move and maneuver because I've got my money spent uh, heavy on the pitching today. Absolutely. Yeah, and I stayed with the same theme in the second base slot. Went with DJ LeMayu. I just like I said, I think the Yankees are gonna beat up on Mats today. And that wasn't you know, those two were easy picks for me. I think they're the guys that are gonna do the most damage. New York's been really good since Voigt's been back and LeMayu gets better when there's people behind him setting setting him up to see some good pitches. So uh, I think that's the case today. Love the lefty righty matchup. Both those guys are traditional lefty mashers. So I think that that sets me up well for a, a good day here. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Now, I, I'm taking my big chance, I think, with this next one at second base. I went with Keston Hira, who is back. And from some of the video I've seen, it looks like there was a swing adjustment. I mean, we said there's something wrong, right? Keston Hira was one of the best hitters in college his, his senior season, or not senior, his last year in college. And since he's been a professional, he has done the sell for power and the walks have decreased. So Keston here, like Jesse Winker, needs to find the right balance where he can't be 5-1 to one strikeout-to-walk ratio. It looks like he's there. He, he got to see some MLB pitching yesterday. Today he's going up against righty Joe Musgrove, who I'm not a huge fan of, so I was happy to pick somebody, especially... Uh, 3000 bucks picking Heston, Keston Hira with the potential here. I'm happy to do it. I just need to make sure he starts. So that's somebody that I've got to double check on before game time tonight. Yeah, definitely. And I, at third base, I went back to an old faithful in Josh Donaldson. I like the Dean Kramer matchup for him. Um, you know, not a, kind of a young guy that's trying to reestablish what he we had, what we saw of a good sample size last season. Um, hasn't quite found it again yet. So I think it's just a good veteran versus rookie kind of matchup. So, um, you know, looking for a couple walks, maybe a hit, hit for a little power, and that's a good play. So that's what I'm liking there. Uh, the shortstop side, I, again, I kind of went with a bit of a punt here as well, just to line up some guys later. Uh, and I went with Willie Adamas, who's got uh, the matchup against, I think, Musgrove in, in San Diego, yep. Um, yep. at home again for Milwaukee. And again, just kind of a cheap pick to fill out the lineup a little bit. Yeah, so I went third base Austin Riley because he's just crushing baseballs and going up against um, Richards with Boston, I think, lines up well for him. And then at shortstop, I did something that I thought was funny, but if it wasn't for doing the research on, on Dinger's podcast for the Fab episode, I would not have even considered this. And that's Nicky Lopez with Kansas City. Now, yeah, he's going up against Rich Hill. And yes, he's a lefty too. But this is the fact that if Rich Hill doesn't go into the seventh inning, there could still be two at bats because Nicky Lopez is going to be at the end of that um, Casey lineup. So he's got the opportunity to maybe, you know, knock somebody in, do something good on the base pass. But again, this is kind of like that punt situation you talked about with Jansen. And then when I go into my outfield tie, that's where it just gets wonky but i want to hear about yours first yeah so for me the outfield i i liked uh luplo who's a lefty masher goes up against uh Tariq Skubal, uh the detroit tigers so just like the lefty ready splits for luplo i think it's a good play uh with a bit of a cheaper option there so that was my first pick in the outfield yeah and i went with 
Aldonis Garcia, one of the best players in fantasy baseball right now. He's a righty going up against Andrew Heaney of the Angels, the lefty. Um, they're in Los Angeles. It is a late game today, so it'll be 6.30 start for them. Um, but Garcia is just not expensive, and I'm I'm into that. I'm looking for a bit of value in the outfield, so I'll take it. And the other one is uh, I had to have a Mariner, obviously. So Jared Kelnick, here's where I got my my Mariner of the day. Um, yesterday I had Kyle Lewis, who tie, home run, couple RBIs, so that worked out well. And uh, I, I was happy with it. My outfield yesterday in general was pretty good. Grossman had an RBI, a couple walks, Santander, a couple hits in an RBI. And that was kind of the similar, or that is kind of the similar value I'm looking to go for today. Now, uh, Kelnick's the boy today. Got a home run yesterday going up against Lefty Irvin. This isn't ideal, but I was trying to find someone that would fit the mold to give me the balance that I'm looking for throughout. And I am definitely going for uh, dingers for days with this lineup. That's the <laughs> way I'm going to win right now because it's it's Hira, Riley, Garcia, Kelnick, um, you know, Walsh. Like, this is power that I'm trying to find as we're going through here. And again, when you spend the money on the pitchers, it completely changes how you build the rest of your team. And I rejigged this several times before I decided I'm going for it with the pitchers. I'm going to figure it out later on. And I think that's a good strategy to do. You pick your pitchers first, and then you just move forward and adjust. And I think Kelnick can do it today. He's still going to have at least an at-bat after Irvin's out of the game. Yeah, I'm I'm still not ready to start Kalenic with any real trust yet. I don't like the lefty-lefty matchup for that one. Um, so I did stay away from that. I almost had Kyle Lewis in this slot, um, but then I did a little deeper dive into some of the heat maps and compared uh, Kyle Lewis's spotting um, swing and miss rates in low and away, and that's kind of where Cole Irvin makes his, his money. So stayed away from that matchup. Don't like that one tonight. Um, but I did stay in that game, and I went with Seth Brown, who... I'm betting is going to make the start against the rookie right-hander, Logan Gilbert tonight, who has struggled in his first two appearances. Everything I've seen of Seth Brown this year has just been him lacing doubles off the wall um, in late-game appearances against righties. So uh, I'm just going to expect him to see a start tonight against the righty. Uh, Might be a day to get uh, one of the outfielders a day off. So uh, I think that'll be... The guy, he, he had a big hit late in that game to try and get them close last night. And unfortunately, Eric Swanson came in and struck out three guys in the bottom of the eighth to keep Seattle up uh, to close that one out. So that was my second outfielder. Oh, I adjusted my volume. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, so my last guy here is, is an interesting one. Um, his stat line is this, Ty. It's 17 runs, 15 RBIs, six dingers, a stolen base, 16 walks, 28 Ks, an 878 OPS. And that's a a really good baseball player. It's Darren Ruff. Like, makes no sense, but it's Darren Ruff with San Francisco. And he's cheap. He's going up against Martin tonight in Arizona. I just, I like it all coming together. This should be a good one for Darren Ruff. And again, like I said, this is a power for days lineup. Obviously, I need this lineup to get me, what, five home runs in order to even think about any cash, but I like it. I like the possibilities here. A lot of hitters without high costs, and I think my most expensive hitter is Walsh at 4800 bucks. So there's a lot of play within this for everybody to look for somebody that could get it done today. And, um, I mean, yesterday, you know, it wasn't terrible. Tatis 
and JRAM were my big um, expenses. And between them, I got one hit, one walk. So that wasn't great. And Mountcastle was another guy, not expensive, but one one hit. And then, you know, we saw McMahon with a solo dinger. And um, Sant- Santander, as I mentioned before, was fine. So I'm looking for more of those less expensive bats to provide value. I'm really hoping the pitching can bring it home today. Well, and I, I went the complete opposite direction for my last pick in the outfield, and I went with Shohei Otani, who's going up against uh, nice. Yang or Kang or whatever the heck that guy's name is in, in Texas. So yep. like like the matchup, it's a, it's a good one for Otani, and he's due for uh, a, a breakout night here. He's uh, quietly he's been, been quiet. very good over the last 10 games, you know, 3-13 batting average, 4 bombs. Um, so I, I'd like him to stay on the train. And the matchup sets up well for, for some power numbers. So I like that to bring my lineup home. It's the reason I punted catcher, and it allowed me to squeeze some extra points in. So looking forward to him giving a little bit of extra value out of that last outfield spot. So I kind of said what my lineup is, Ty, and the uh, the diversity that I'm bringing today. What what is your lineup right up for us? Yeah. So you know, it's it's definitely just the big power guys, right? Like I I kind of went. Half and half, a half dumpster fire, half guys going for the fences. And then, you know, in reality, um, really banking on DeGrom, Otani, Foyt, LeMahieu, right? That's that's the four there. Um, and then Cole Irvin could be a surprise guy. Um, just 14.5 points this fantasy season per game, but I like the matchup. Could be an overperformance night. Uh, Danny Jansen, not expecting a whole lot. Donaldson is, is going to be a rock, hopefully in the middle, throw up a walk or two. Um, and then if I get any production out of Willie Adamas, Jordan Luplo, and Seth Brown, I'm going to be pretty happy with that outcome. So, you know, just a bit of a risk assessment and then some stars. That's really what I was looking at today. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out tonight. Um, there is also one little tidbit of news you might want to just let everybody know that uh, your boy, your pitching prospect, is getting the call. And... Um, it's time to start to have a look to see where he's going to slot in Absolutely. for future value in DFS. We've been saying Stash Manoa for weeks, and if you did, you're welcome. And here he is. So uh, we'll see him tomorrow night as the Yankees host the Jays in New York. Our boy and didn't Jonathan Stripling Mason have a day. Our boy Jonathan <laughs> Mason is going tonight to the game. Oh, is he? Oh, awesome. So that's we're, cool. We're going to be out and- tonight hosting the the series preview on the Blue Jays fan club. So head over there on Clubhouse, and you'll get to listen to our lovely voices talk about uh, the series ahead. And as the Jays try to get off the skid here, um, they're going to turn to a not a great matchup, as I've alluded to today with Mats, and then Manoa tomorrow to get his square. So I think Manoa's going to be the, the stopper tomorrow. Yeah, nothing like putting a rookie on what is, I think, uniformly seen as the biggest stage in baseball. Yep. Pitching in New York to start your career off. I mean, that's... That's a and he's good ready for spot, it. I guess. He's built for this. This is who he it's is. It's not We're... like there's a home park he could go to unless they waited till he went to Buffalo. But Correct. like after Stripling looked like he should be the guy losing his spot, um, he came in after an opener yesterday and pitched seven of his best innings this year. Uh, I'm not sure what that's doing for his job security as far as like starter or secondary guy, but that was, that it, was surprising. It's going to get so. him one more start for sure. So we'll see what... The Blue Jays do. Thomas Hatch is supposed to be right behind Manoa, which will definitely cloud what they're going to do. They might piggyback a little bit there. It'll be interesting. So 
Um, I think that's a good safety thing to do, right? Hatch isn't high ceiling, but he certainly has a floor to maintain if something gets away from Manoa. I mean, the Jays should be doing that after what's happened with Nate Pearson in the past. He's the last highly touted prospect that was debuted by Toronto. Absolutely. So we'll see that tonight, but head over to the Blue Jays fan club tonight for that preview. Uh, This has been the DFS Morning Show. We will see you tomorrow.